0: Hi, I'm Paul Germain, and welcome to another session of Smart Boating. Today we're going to talk about storms, how to uh, anticipate them, how to prepare for them, and what to do after them. And we're joined by the harbormaster, Manchester by the Sea, Brian Pike. Welcome, Brian.
1: Hi, Paul. Thanks for inviting me. Welcome.
0: Brian. we recently had our nor'easter come our way. Um, maybe we can help people understand what the in- initial picture was of the storm and
1: start there, and then we'll move from there. Sure, so uh, any storm, any, any day you have a boat in the water, you should be checking the weather. The right. uh, weather was predicting a, a nor'easter for us here, uh, rather fast-moving one, mm-hmm. gusts 45 to 50 miles an hour. Right. That was right. the forecast.
0: Right, and so you sent out a, a newsletter to people, an email blast, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, make them alert that the storm was coming, Imagine you kept an eye on all the public docks and that sort of thing, and then the boat owners were responsible for tightening up their gear and reducing the sail area and all these things. So everyone got ready, and then when the storm arrived, what did we actually get for our storm?
1: We get, we had significantly more than was predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, we had gusts up to 70. Uh, the end of the storm, uh, the winds turned 180 degrees, so for us in Manchester, uh, having those winds coming from northeast and then from the southwest, southwest was problematic for us.
0: Right, 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 because is really good on the northeast, mm. not so good the other way. Correct. Right, and that was an interesting storm because it did seem to have some velocity and some mm. intensity, and then it seemed to die down a little bit, and then mm. it seemed to pick up again. Mm-hmm. So uh, once we thought it was all over, it actually wasn't all over. Um, what, what did you see out there for damage, and, and, and what did you trace back to the root causes of the damage that did occur?
1: Uh, we, so far, uh, have had 20 vessels reported to have had some measure of damage uh, from torn-out sails mm-hmm. to a total loss, a uh, 30-foot boat in the rocks. Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah that's not good. And we we probably get by with less damage in the Manchester area than some of the other local harbors like Marblehead and Salem and Beverly, right?
1: Yes. uh, Interestingly enough, most of the damage for those harbors happened when the wind was blowing northeast into their harbors. Uh, Most of their boats went up in the middle of the night. Our damage was really uh, had everything to do with the wind. Turning and coming around out of the southwest, that's when things started to break loose for Manchester. Thanks
0: for bad news. Mm. So you had twenty boats that got damaged in some way. What um, again? Uh, could you, you? You mentioned some of the categories. Some sails uh, got ripped, and, and I guess maybe some of the moorings left let go. Of. I'm trying to understand if you could mm-hmm. group again. Well, these these guys over here they suffered a certain type of damage because. Mm. They didn't do this type of preparation, mm-hmm. and the damage was different over here. And they mm-hmm. would, were there natural buckets? And do you, do you have some lessons learned, if you will, for mm-hmm. people in mm-hmm. those different situations?
1: Absolutely. Well, the sails, uh, none of the sails that were lost in the storm on, on the sailboats needed to be if they'd been removed, right. the warning of the weather. Right. Uh, we had seven boats that lost sails. Okay. Uh, to greater or lesser extent. We had uh, boats in harbors that, uh, for example, Magnolia, we had a boat there that should have been removed. Okay. Uh, Then the rest of the uh, failures were mostly moorings. They were. Yeah, Hmm. and in some instances, pennants that chafed through.
0: Okay, so that talks to having chafing gear. Chafing gear. Yeah.
1: Uh, And making sure that not only do you have it, but it's placed appropriately.
0: Okay. Right, uh, at the chafe points. Correct, yes. correct.
1: And then the other moorings, chain failure. So that's a maintenance issue.
0: Right, right. So in anticipation of that, they should get more frequent inspections. Is that what you're looking for here?
1: Right. I I would say for me, uh, if I had a mooring in Manchester, mm-hmm. every three years I would want to know the condition of my chain Right. and all the fastening hardware from the chain to my pennant Mm -hmm. and potentially replace it
0: yes yes okay so mooring inspection is a good Mm -hmm. way (laughs) to avoid Mm -hmm. losing your your boat on the Mm -hmm. on the rocks all right um and then how about after the storm passed, like Mm -hmm. it has here is there Mm -hmm. anything that boaters should keep in mind in terms of how to I don't know, return to the boat or what, what sure. actions they should take after the storm?
1: Sure. Understand that a lot of stress has just been put on your vessel yes. and your mooring tackle yes. a lot. Yes. So go out, inspect your boat, check the pennant. Mm-hmm. Maybe you made it through the storm, but right. maybe it was by a thread.
0: Maybe it's marginal now. Correct.
1: Right. So get out there and inspect that. Check your boat over. Make sure it didn't make water and have water in the bilge that needs to be pumped out.
0: Right. Okay. So don't just... Don't just uh, assume that since it survived, everything's okay. Mm -hmm. It it, it did survive if it's still on the mooring, but Mm -hmm. but there's some action to be taken to make sure that you move forward in a smooth fashion.
1: Correct. One of the boats that we lost, the uh, owner said, well, it made it through the last storm, so I thought it was fine for this one.
0: Okay. Not not a good rule. Not a good
1: assumption to make.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for sharing those tips because I'm sure we're going to get more storms like that in the future and maybe we can apply some of these lessons learned we'll have a better outcome next time
1: absolutely yeah thanks paul
0: thank you and thank you uh listeners and viewers for joining us today i hope you'll come back again soon